Welcome to Taking Back Birth, a podcast for women who know the truth about birth and those who want to explore the path of radical birth love. I'm your host, Marin Green. Taking Back Birth celebrates the power you have to make decisions in alignment with your own truth. Decisions not subject to anyone else's authority. Decisions that create experiences that will change your life. Taking Back Birth is a production of the Indie Birth Private Contract Association and IndieBirth.org. No material on this podcast should be considered medical advice. Birth is not a medical event. Welcome to Podcast Sunday. I can't wait to tell you about the updated project here at Indie Birth. We're calling it the Indie Birth Sanctuary, and this podcast is going to be me explaining how we got to that place. We had announced that we would call this new venture, this physical place out in the world, the Indie Birth Institute, a while ago, and things have changed. And I think that's the sign of a really great and worthy project. I'll get on to that soon, but thought I'd give an update for a couple of minutes, just some cool stuff that's been happening here, not necessarily birth-related. Lots of animal sightings on our land, which I take very seriously. We had, let's see, some kind of mole-ish creature this week that we found near the chicken coop, actually ever found it. And it was not alive, and it was very tiny. I don't think it was a new baby, but it was young, I think. And the girls just kind of wanted to check it out. It was really cool, actually. It had little, almost human hands. And we ended up burying it with some nice words. And then today, another event with an animal on our land. We were planting planting some plants, seeds, etc. And I was kind of like reaching over a bush in front of our window. And there was this beautiful bird who I think had hit the window and met its death, just falling to the ground and kind of getting hidden in these bushes. So I got it out. And once again, it was ever my little witch child. who ran over and said, Oh my gosh, that's a woodpecker. And she was right. I didn't know a woodpecker from not to be honest, although I learned it has this really cool piece in its mouth that must do the woodpecking. I had no idea that's how they were made. So despite it being not alive any longer, we really had some homeschool moments with this creature getting to see it that up close, getting to hold it, getting to see how this woodpecking part kind of was sticking out of its mouth, like this sharp little thing. And it was just a creature of beauty, truly. Wasn't really damaged that we could see in any way. So there wasn't any blood or anything like that. But the feathers, so gorgeous, black and white polka dots, and all kinds of different patterns on its back. Ever and I decided to take a few feathers with permission from the soul of this sweet woodpecker. We knew we were going to say a prayer and bury it anyway. And the woodpecker was willing, it seems, to give up some feathers, which we all kept and the other little girls as well. Everybody took two or three feathers 
And yeah, we we got to put this little bird onto one of my apps because again, I wasn't quite sure what it was, but Woodpecker came up right away. And after some internet searching, it appears that it was a male woodpecker. It had some red shading on its head. And again, just so, so beautiful. I don't know what's going on with me and birds lately. It's really interesting how this species of animal has entered my life recently and since moving here to Kentucky. Most of you know about our chicken adventure, so that continues really into our chickens. We really, really love them. Our teenagers got their own space this week, so that's really fun and exciting to see them play and explore and hide under bushes and all kinds of things. They're such fun creatures. We're also thinking about getting some quail. I had a dream last night about baby quail, which turns out, like everything, has its own symbolism and meaning, and it felt like maybe we should. Uh, through our farm share, people are able to get quail, I think, and I am going to see what that's all about. I think it would be really fun to have some quail eggs around, and again, just another kind of bird that we can raise. I don't think we would use them for anything else, like meat, but probably just being able to play with them and, and having their delicious eggs. So in the context of this podcast, one of those spirit animals, the woodpecker, seems very relevant. I just looked up what the symbolism is because this happened probably about two hours ago, and I thought it was really, really fitting for what I want to share about our new project. One message that the woodpecker conveys is being careful of your words, picking terms wisely. Man, that couldn't be closer to the truth as we morphed from the Indie Birth Institute to the Indie Birth Sanctuary. Words are so important and every little feeling, every little piece has fallen into place as it needs to with the words. And that is feeling just really, really good. Woodpeckers also symbolize determination. I'm going to talk about how one does need to be determined to create this kind of big project in the world. And let's see, there's all kinds of other symbolism, of course, you can really sort of pick and choose, but communication is another. So to me, this podcast is a great example of communicating clearly this new version. Since we had at least partly put out into the world, the Indie Birth Institute, not fully, if you're a dedicated Indie Birth follower or community member, you know that that's where we started. But truthfully, it, the project itself hasn't really gotten into the world yet. So it's a chance to do better with communication. Uh, I'm seeing what else. The woodpecker symbolizes power and opportunity and wisdom. So I'm really, really enjoying those meanings. And I don't think anything's an accident. So I also got stung by a bee today. <laughs> it's been all kinds of animal and insect adventures lately. I got stung on my left toe. So I'm uh, sitting with all of the meanings of that. But again, no accidents. Our animals in nature, our Mother Earth is so good at communicating what we need to know 
whether it's from our higher self or higher power, whatever you believe. But I am very, very connected to these kind of things. And it's really fun to teach kids that as well. So thank you, Woodpecker, for the confirmation that now is a great time to communicate this message and to choose my words wisely. I think I've done that, but I want to share them today. I am going to actually read you the vision statement that I've written and that totally helped rework and I like to say redream this project. So I'll give a little bit of history. I don't think it'll be news to most of you, but again, we had this idea for many years that we wanted a place for people to come to be able to birth and thereby train lots of new indie birth midwives. The vision has become really clear in the last couple of months with Dr. Stu visiting Kentucky. He and I got to set our feet on one of the most beautiful pieces of land that I have ever seen in my entire life. This property happens to be for sale. He was here. He also wants to do this project. Uh, We have other colleagues that you are aware of, Nathan Riley, um, some other midwives, and it just started to come together where people were saying, yes, this is the time we want to do this. And now we have a property to actually focus on. Let's do it. And that was absolutely just music to my ears, of course, because this has been a longtime dream of mine. And as I've shared, it's been frustrating at times over the last couple of years feeling like, okay, but like, yes, this is in my heart, but what's next? And I thought it was going to be in Sedona. Nope, not in Sedona. (laughs) And in the year we've been here, just wondering, why are we here? What's happening? And a year isn't a lot. So I'm super grateful that in the last year, all of these crazy things have aligned to make this opportunity that I think the universe is giving us into an actual project that people can support and that I know will create at one time or another. So this all came really quickly, actually, in the last couple of months. And we named this place at least temporarily. And I think I did think it was temporary in a sense, but we needed something to just launch ourselves with. The Indie Birth Institute wasn't my favorite word, but it made sense to me at the time. And the vision at that moment, I don't feel was as refined. It was what I've shared. And the focus was, for the most part, at least in the brief advertising we did, the brief website we had, the training of midwifery students. Now that's not false, but when I share with you the refined vision, I think you'll feel and you'll see that it's about so much more that (laughs) I haven't cared about midwives truly in a really long time, to be honest, as a group, right? Like, I love having a school, I love seeing more women decide to become midwives, but I'm not overly concerned with that, as opposed to the freedom of women to make an autonomous choice and the calling of these really special souls we call babies that are wanting to come in. So if that gives you an idea how serious I am about those two things, 
because I certainly am serious about midwifery education as well, then maybe that's news and maybe that's helpful to understand. Anyway, we started with this temporary name and this more narrow vision, but yet it had to be done that way. It was absolutely perfect. It got us started. It had Jason, you know, make a website, which some of you had seen, have seen, and he made a really beautiful trailer. The trailer images haven't changed, so I'll share the website address, but the narrative Nathan's speaking over has changed. The words have changed because words do have so much meaning. And it was so, so important to feel like we got this right. I'm someone actually that in my more personal life, I'm always in a rush to do things. It's not something I love. And I think it's been tempered a bit as I've grown older. But I remember as a little kid, I was just wanting to get the project done (laughs) when I was in school. And I usually did okay, but it was more about getting it done. So I really have to catch myself sometimes. And this was a great example. When I thought of renaming it, and I'll get to why, I asked Nathan what he thought for one, and he had the best advice. He said, why not? Like, this is the mission, right? To refine it, to make it better. Like, let's take it slow. Let's get it exactly right. Let's take the time we need to make this just absolutely what we see. And I so appreciated him saying that. So I realized it didn't matter. It doesn't matter if the name changed. And all of this is for the better because it's actually going to manifest in this way. It was a really great reminder. And I did work with a couple people on this. Um, someone Jason works with actually through FreedomWorks. So FreedomWorks is his business, uh, PCA, kind of like a team that he's on that sets up PMAs or private membership associations for other practitioners and people. So it was a woman that uh, he works with through FreedomWorks that really helps people refine their vision and really challenged me to go bigger, to go deeper. And that was rough. I realized I needed to expand. And there's always something a little painful about growth. So I did have help. I did appreciate the kick in the ass. And the other kick in the ass, uh, for full disclosure, and so that you can understand how when things happen, they really are ultimately for our growth. I received a nice letter in the mail. So backtrack a couple of weeks ago, in fact, it was about a month ago, we launched this Indie Birth Institute. It didn't go too far because it was just within our community, really. But we asked people like you out on Instagram, etc, to share, share this beautiful trailer. And really, it is It was so beautiful, so I don't doubt that people had fun sharing it. Well, lo and behold, two days after this was shared around on social media, I got a letter in the mail. I got a cease and desist order from the Board of Nursing in Kentucky, essentially saying that I wasn't allowed to have a midwifery school. I'm not allowed to be a midwife. And I won't lie, it really knocked me for a loop at first. Although I had been kind of forewarned by someone close to me in my circle, um, who's really more of a psychic, actually, I was really caught off guard. And again, to be totally honest, it 
it was tough for about a week or maybe a week and a half. It really reminded me of the past and felt like a PTSD response with the amount of emotion that I was putting around what is essentially a meaningless letter from a group of people that really have no power, but yet feel they can police others and are probably jealous. So maybe more on that later. I don't really want to give it any more than that. Uh, Suffice to say that I had to work through it, that it was a challenging couple of weeks. And I'm so glad. It was like a mini version of being in a legal battle with the state of Arizona. Um, I learned so much 10 years ago, I learned so much. And that was such a different scenario. And it was completely different energy, because I was essentially a victim in the matter and trying to figure out how not to be a victim. Whereas this time I had the wisdom, I had the experience to say, absolutely not, like, no way, Uh, we are doing this. And, you know, what (laughs) I said to myself, you know, what can I do to feel more aligned with my own project? Really, because to read this letter, and to feel that energy around to me, what is such an obviously beautiful and essentially spiritual project meant that I wasn't communicating it well. So thanks, Woodpecker was reminding me again today, that the vision needed to go out. But it also needed kind of a slap down, not from the Board of Nursing, but from the universe, the universe saying, hey, uh, this is a great start. But this isn't right. This isn't clear. This isn't really where you're at. This isn't the highest vision. This isn't the highest vision. So I'm so grateful, Board of Nursing. Thank you so much. You really allowed me the opportunity to set some boundaries around this project. As many of you know, we've been a private membership association for over 10 years. That is how this project is set up. That is how Indie Birth is set up. That is how I operate as a midwife. So I'm not hiding. I'm not needing to defend that. I'm not making that up on the spur of the moment. That is fact. And that is how it has been and how it will be. So making sure we had firmer boundaries around this project. And when you look at the site, uh, it's IndieBirthSanctuary.org, by the way, you'll see there's all kinds of little disclaimers that say the truth. We are a private society. We are essentially a secret club for members only. That is always the way it's been. So again, great reminder to really be clear in that this is not open to others. This is not public. And this is not subject to any of the public laws and rules and regulations. So again, thank you. Thank you, Board of Nursing for reminding me that I need to be clear with my boundaries. Next step. This vision isn't aligned enough, was the message. It isn't so outside of the mainstream that they feel they can comment on it and contaminate it with their negative energy. So again, the revisioning, the redreaming, the getting my ass kicked by the universe and also forcing me to come up with the words and the feeling. So it's not just words. I think the new version, the Indie Birth Sanctuary, has a distinct feeling when you read the words on the site, when you watch the video. This is an entirely different 
animal really than the initial Indie Birth Institute. And again, that's just feeling so good. What I learned from this experience, and I'm sure I'll continue to learn as we go here, is that fear is very powerful. And if fear wins, you really do lose. So the whole point, the whole point with receiving this letter was having to really speak my truth and not apologize and be so sure, so sure in my soul that this is the right work, that there's no room for fear. So again, so grateful. The lady that I've been working with at Jason's Freedom Works said something really powerful. After I came up with many revisions of the vision and the mission and all of the things I'm going to read to you, she said to me, the way you know that you're on track, or perhaps you've even reached, you know, the vision for now, is that even on your worst day, or a bad day, you can read it and remind yourself why you're doing this. I love that. And I've already done that more than once. And I come back to this really peaceful feeling in my soul, that this is my work. This is meant to be and there may be challenges, there may not be. But this is the path and there is no going back. And there is no cowering in fear and there is no um, conflict, really, there is no conflict. So I haven't decided if I'm even going to respond to that letter at the moment. I may, and I may with gratitude. Again, super grateful. Thank you. Thank you for this notice. And let me share with you this beautiful project that you may or may not understand. That could very well be what ends up happening. But I have taken my time. And that's another great lesson that when we feel cornered for a minute, when we feel scared, we don't need to rush usually. And rushing comes from this place of fear. And it comes from a place of just wanting it to be over already, you know, and I felt that immediately. When I got the letter, oh, shit, like, you know, I was ready to respond on Monday, I had gotten it on a Friday. And Jason, my husband was like, just wait, like, no one expects you to do that. And, you know, why? So just take your time. So I've been kind of left to sit with this since it was addressed to me. And again, I don't have a way of um, dealing with it at the moment, other than I don't feel I necessarily need to. I think the new project name and vision speaks for itself. And I'm, I'm happy. I'm not willing to convince anyone or over explain in a defensive way. But I am happy to talk about this project. I'm happy to go into the Board of Nursing and sit down with them and explain what an amazing vision we have and if they'd like to be of support. It's really ironic, isn't it, that other midwives, that other women would shoot down or attempt to, they didn't shoot it down, attempt to uh, contaminate a beautiful project that would give women options. But that's where midwifery is at. So Another reason to not really focus on midwifery. Um, midwifery will survive. Traditional midwifery, authentic midwifery, radical midwifery will survive and is surviving as women choose it. So we really, once again, need to focus on the women and the babies coming in and make that our greatest mission. And by default, some really cool midwives will be trained. 
So that's the backstory. You're getting the full 100% transparent version here today. And thank you for listening. Okay, well, I was going to read this vision, trying to think if I have anything else to say about it. Hmm, well, I don't need to take you through every step of how I came up with it. But it was hard work. And that's great. I think something that feels so important in the world doesn't necessarily need to be hard. But I was glad for the soul searching. That's what it felt like. It wasn't hard. It was just soul searching and then somehow taking a feeling in my body about this and translating it to words. So I am going to read this and I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd also absolutely love for you to start sharing the new site. We will have very diligent efforts, I'm sure, soon to get it out in the world once we kind of get some other ducks in a row. Um, It's quite a project to get in the world, really. So yes, share a website, but we have so many cool advisors on there, as you'll see. Ricky Lake has come on board as an advisor, which is super cool. Charles Eisenstein, who many of you know of as well, and lots of other beautiful, powerful people in the world. Our idea is that these advisors are supporting our project and will be helpful to us as we try to reach the masses in looking for the financial means necessary to bring this amazing manifestation to life. So there is no way that is too small to help us out. Again, just sharing the site. I don't know how else. Sharing it, talking to people. Uh, I've been saying to people, and I showed the video, the trailer for the sanctuary yesterday at a free workshop, which was really nice to do. It was the first time I've shown it in public. People loved it. Uh, But I said to that group, you know, you never know. I don't know. Do you? I don't know where this money, so to speak, or this opportunity to take care of this land is going to come from. Maybe it's not even money, right? I don't know. I don't know how we're going to wind up on this beautiful 300 acres and make this reality. I don't know. So if everybody's kind of in that state of not knowing, but yet believing and trusting and feeling it and seeing it, it will happen. So share away, talk to people. You never know where an opportunity might come from. All right, so to clarify, I didn't say this yet, but the vision itself is not actually just for the Indie Birth Sanctuary. The vision itself is for the entire Indie Birth Association, and the sanctuary is just one piece. And that, again, is where I wound up, that yes, birth is important. Yes, training midwives is important, but also this world view of what this will change is the most important. So you'll hear that in the vision, that it's not just birth. And I'd imagine once this manifests and grows over years, that we see some really amazing results that we don't even know about yet, from other ways of living, maybe sustainable housing, um, to taking care of our children, you know, after their birth and unschooling and coming together with other families. So it has a much bigger feel than a midwifery training center. It's so much more than that. Finally, my last little note here is about the word sanctuary. 
I don't think there's anybody out there that doesn't know what a sanctuary is. Uh, but I was just kind of curious here. What does what does uh, the internet say? A sanctuary is a consecrated place. The most sacred part of a religious building. Somewhere where worship is held. So those are specific maybe to the religious context. But I think very applicable as well. My main reason for choosing the sanctuary was just because it is a place where ceremony happens. That's my definition. I don't see that anywhere here right now. But to me, a sanctuary is protected. And I do think this will be a beautiful space of protection, not just for birthing women and their families, but for practitioners as well that come to offer their services and wisdom to these families. We will all be protected by the energy around this place. And I did speak of a bubble many, many weeks ago, even when the new name had not happened yet. So I won't go on and on. Sanctuary speaks for itself. It just felt right. And then adding and center for sacred life. So the full name of this baby is the Indie Birth Sanctuary and Center for Sacred Life. Please check out the site, read all about it, tell me what you think, share it around, and I'm going to leave you now with the actual vision, the belief statements, and the mission that I have written on paper. So again, the Indie Birth Private Contract Association. This is the vision. We envision a world where the sacred feminine and sacred masculine come together to manifest the conscious creation of a new soul, where birth is a conscious and profound rite of passage to bring forth new life in love, freedom, and peace, a world where women carry a clear understanding of their strength and divine feminine power, are deeply connected to their bodies, babies, and inner wisdom, and possess full autonomy in birth and in life. This is where women and families are nourished during the magical time after birth. Children grow and flourish, supported by an unbreakable connection to the love that created them, and develop into free men and women who emit that vibration in every area of life. We see a world where life begins in love, a love that unifies and strengthens connection and lights the path of each being on the journey towards making a unique contribution. This is a time and place where incoming souls choose a higher frequency that forever affects and lifts humanity for the better. We believe all beings are inherently free. Everything we require is found within us and the abundance of nature. The way we are born matters. Birth is a spiritual initiation and an expression of freedom and creativity. Women are powerful. Women know what is right for them. Women have the ability to birth naturally and without interference. A woman requires full autonomy in her birth experience and choices. A woman's health during pregnancy, birth, and postpartum affects her lifelong health. Midwifery is an art that needs to be preserved. Midwives mother mothers as they guide souls into this plane. 
Souls incarnating now are asking for a magical and sacred location and environment in which to be born. Babies born peacefully and mothers that feel powerful will change the world. Connection to nature and to spirit are key during the birth process. Birth is not a medical event. Birth and midwifery become dangerous and disempowering when regulated by the medical model or government. Birth is a private event and birth attending is a private relationship between members that shall not be influenced by unwanted outside forces. Conscious birth creates a new reality. <clears throat> Our mission. We provide conscious birth attendance and care by traditional spiritual midwives for people that align with our vision. We create the physical and spiritual space whereby women can have a close connection to nature prior to birth. We facilitate nurturing, counseling, education, and healing before, during, and after the birth process so that it can be a life-changing experience. We facilitate hands-on learning opportunities for women, learning traditional midwifery, and preserve the art of traditional midwifery learning. We provide women worldwide the option to safely birth breech babies vaginally. We create a strong spiritual community or society of shared values around freedom, autonomy, birth, consciousness, and parenting. We connect like-minded people who value healing through food, plants, bodywork, breathwork, and sustainable spirit-led conscious living. We create the new earth by impacting its beginnings at birth. There you have it. That's the new vision around the Indie Birth Sanctuary and Center for Sacred Life. Again, we'd love for you to share, help us get the word out so that we can all manifest this beautiful place that truly will change the world. Thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you soon. <laughs>